0: they have
1: their hungry starving nothing to eat the homeless living out on the street and the sick are dying cricket police politicians lying criminals on the street i got five on fuel if you need it for me i said yeah
2: Bitch, good morning, motherfuckers. You fine ass niggas and bitches and days and dems.
3: Listen, the bays and the bays are in the room, and I just I just love every minute of it. And I just wanna again, as always, welcome you to the Earth Is Ghetto Podcast, a black queer platform that will not be derailed. Uh so um I feel like we should just get right into it because and this is the thing. I feel like the reason that I'm ta- we're talking about Kevin Samuels this morning is because, you know when you hear something and the rhetoric turns dangerous? Mm. Like, you're like, oh, shit. This is the last thing that bitches need to be implementing. Do you? And we're going we're, we're gonna to get to it. We're going to get into it. But we're just going to say morning. Hey, Wilton. What did
0: Kevin Samuels do now?
3: This nigga. Look, what okay. hasn't he done? <laughs> Except for be married and actually have personal experience for the advice that he gives. Uh, like, it's
2: a mess. It's it's a mess out here. I don't understand why Black women keep going to his show. I, and, of course, a lot of, of cis head Black men... Like Kevin Samuels because just like Kevin Samuels, they want the same privileges as white men. They want power. So of course they're gonna listen to that dumbass shit, the whole divide and conquer tactic that, that pop that, that platform is all about.
3: Um, and you know what? I didn't really do want to just like a PSA for the women who go on his show. What do you think you're doing? I want I just like yo, real fucking answer. Because that's a real fucking question. I want to know. Because whenever you say something too smart, he mutes you. You start to argue, he hangs up on you. So I'm just asking, what are you going to do on a platform that he controls? There's nothing that you're going to be able to get out that he's going to even, first of all, he's going to pretend he don't, that he's given you an answer and he's answered a whole nother question. You could be talking about one thing and he's just like, well, you know, men rule the world. You're like, "Nigga, how does that? Okay. So, (laughs) so it's, and I feel like it's for me, I, I honestly just want to hypothesize for a second and wonder why these women go on here. And if, And how can you go on there and not be some kind of form of pick me? Because it sounds like you're going up there to defend yourself. You're trying to go up there to defend what it is that you do. You're talking about, well, oh, well, you know, being an independent woman is not bad. You have to understand that we can submit too. I'm just like, bitch, 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 get the fuck off. Get the fuck off. Get the fuck off. Get the fuck off. I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, you're going to give me a fucking aneurysm.
2: It doesn't matter what you do. It It doesn't matter how much you try to Oh, we can do it th- this way, they still see you as less than.
3: Oh. And I and I am, you know, people are gonna be upset that maybe I'm making this uh drastic of a comparison, but that's like trying to talk to a KKK member and be like, hopefully, you can see my humanity. I, mm. I, that's, that's the best I can come up with as a as mm. an example, but um. Okay, you know what? Uh, let's go ahead and play the second clip first um, for Kevin Samuels just so, because the 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 first one is like where it gets dangerous. But this is the 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 second one is where we hear that same um, type of rhetoric from Kevin Samuels that we have been seeing inside of our inboxes. Whether we are gay or fucking straight, I just wanna let you know, it's affecting all of us. Can you submit to a king? It's not just in black women's inbox. They're in femmes inboxes too, straight up.
2: Well, girl, not... Okay, I got it.
4: My role on the planet, on the planet is to nurture, to teach.
0: <laughs> um, I think, I feel that every. may know No, being on no, the- no, it's not your role. The female's role is to support the male. That's, that's, don't you think that's a narrow path? Name me any species on the planet where the female can survive without the group or the male individually. Or name vice versa. We don't need you to survive. We built the world. You you need need that, you need no, ma'am, no ma'am, no, ma'am, no, no. See, you feminists, womanists have no idea you live in counter to nature. That's what the coronavirus showed you, that your education and your ability to get out of here and you can't nurture shit without a man and a family. Your job is the, the female, the man's job is to build, the woman's job is to nest.
2: Oh, uh, I wish he didn't say correct because now he's just boosting his ego. And notice how a lot of time a lot of times he kept saying man, man, man. And then when it comes to women, he kept saying females, or you females?
3: Oh yeah. Um uh, and he, he he literally says feminist and womanist, like he's calling you a cunt. <laughs> so um and, and this is and this is the issue that I'm having he brings up the example of nature when we've already found out like we like and maybe just it's because that we are black and queer and we have no choice but to use these things for our arsenal but we have already 400 species in in um the literal ecosystem of the world that have showed all kinds of homosexual tendencies penguins giraffes certain like all kinds of shit um especially dogs you ever seen like a dog get lonely fuck out of here but listen So I need people to understand that whenever they come up with these, um, um, whenever they come up with these non-equivalencies, it's um, first of all, it's it's really fucking stupid. Let's just talk about how absolutely low functioning that is. But then on the um, other hand of it all, when she says, oh, correct. When she says, oh, well, yes, I understand. Like, just like you said, it gives him a validation that all, of these, uh, uh, that all of these men are already giving him. And this is another example. Just in the same way that white people are the global minority, and therefore white supremacy does not work without people of color, is the same way that misogyny does not work without women. Mm. It doesn't yeah. work without it. Because
2: again, when we talk about power dynamics, you have to have someone underneath you. You have to have control over something. So yeah, the two and two go hand in hand.
3: And I I think I think what really sucks is for the rest of us who actually value emotional intelligence um, will go into situations like this and actually think that we can fix something. And I'm wondering if that's where some of these women are coming from, because when they go onto his platform, this nigga already hates you. He hates everything that you're about. Um, And now we're going to listen to a clip where we now know he hates your kids.
0: Do you can make your child an asset to the kind of man you want to marry how can i make my child an asset to the kind of man you would want to marry um and and this is a question all all women are going to have to answer for themselves how are my children benefiting you as my as my husband what what would you suggest i'm just wondering um i would say it's going to be extremely difficult but what i would suggest is Women who actually think about it from the man's side, understanding that my child today is a liability because it costs. So, number one, uh, is she well-mannered, well-behaved, smart, taking care Does she understand, and do I really believe that you're going to come second to my husband? Is my husband going to come first, or is it we're a package deal? If you're a package deal, that's no deal. I'll be honest, if it's a bank of deal. that's no deal. Because let's say you and I were to get married. You got a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say we have two kids together. Mm-hmm. And your child is five. <laughs> so, ten years from now, your daughter comes home and says, Kevin, touch you. Looked at me getting out of the shower. Mm-hmm. What happens next? The relationship would have to end. Huh? That's not something the relationship would end immediately. Because because your daughter said I looked at her getting out of the shower. would well, that person needs to be close to the bathroom to see her. Mm-hmm. That, that, would, that would be the thing. You have to defend your seed. You have to defend your child. Mm-hmm. But, but you also remember, you got two of my kids. Mm-hmm. So that means I should never listen to I That means I should avoid women like you. Because off the rip, your desire to defend your child mm-hmm. blew up two i'm you got two of my kids and off rip your protective instinct says fuck everything including those other two kids because if it was biologically my child you said it would be over why why would you not question your child why would you not question it why would you not just say girl whatever that's your daddy I don't give a damn what nobody got to say about it. Anybody that subscribes to Kevin Sanders and his beliefs do not deserve a family. How the fuck you expect a woman to present her child as an asset to you? How can you call yourself a protector if you expect to be protected before the children? That's some weak-ass shit. What if your daughter told you that her uncle was staring at her getting out the shower? You gonna tell her the same thing? Girl, that's just your uncle. That's fucking disgusting.
2: Girl, uh, so much to unpack with that. Because, ooh, um... a, lot of men, a lot of men out here are thinking like that.
3: Let's start at the beginning. When, I'm not going to lie, when he said, obviously the clip starts out, how can you make your child an asset to a man? Now, as soon as I heard that, I thought to myself, wow, slavery has a hold on us. We are already going into re- going into relationships. First of all, he called the child an it. I don't know if you catch, caught that. Uh, how can you? It? Uh, Yeah. So it, he's automatically not even giving any humanization to the child fuck that right and then he basically puts out this example of I want to say we've been listening to stuff like I don't know this is the first time anybody heard of Oprah Dr. Phil any any of these fucked up Ricky Lake nigga like anybody heard of these fucking shows where all of a sudden they realize the child has been molested by a parent and the the wife or the the matriarch of the family did not believe the fucking child And now what he wants to do is not, he wants to perpetuate that. He wants to continue, like, when I say, this is when the rhetoric gets dangerous. This is what I'm saying. A lot of times we just want to be like, oh, the stupid manosphere, they're being dumb, they're having low intelligence, so on and so forth.
2: They know exactly what they're doing.
3: Oh, especially with the pick me culture that we have now, everybody's trying to figure out, oh, I want to make sure I give it to my man, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man. Like, oh, my God, I need y'all niggas to shut the fuck up. You are so when I say you are anchored in the romantization of coupling that y'all bitches are losing yourselves to the point when you finally break up in a relationship, you don't know who you are. Trying to figure out, well, girl, what hobbies do I have? I've just been cooking and cleaning all this time, nigga.
2: That's why I don't really subscribe to the whole ride or die rhetoric that these niggas be. I need you to die, ride, and die for me, and then you have some dumbass shit like this that, and it's like you hear some shit like that.
3: And and this is the thing. And then some of those same men with uh, women in their their lives who completely ignored the children in the household. Um, in order to, in favor of the man, make sure he eats first, anything that he says goes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm, you know what? I see a lot of women speaking up about this. Thankfully, I was able to find a cishet man who was willing to say something. But I'm looking at the cishet men like, so when that man touches that little boy, your mother is supposed to believe him because you need to be an asset To her new husband? How fucking dark. Nigga, where are we?
2: And then if you dare defend that, well, this is why y'all single now because y'all putting y'all sales first and you ain't trusting the damn family dynamic structure.
3: Oh my God. The romanticization of coupling has to stop. It's like, oh, well, you're not even a person until you've been able to couple with another person. That's how deep this shit goes, to the point where, whether it was uh, Tarzan or or, uh, Hercules or Tangled or whatever movies that we were watching growing up, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, um, Aladdin, whatever, we have been romanticizing this coupling, which is why it's such a phenomenon that Disney's coming out with uh, with movies that got nothing to do with romance. Do you know why that's revolutionary? And by the way, you niggas don't even like it. Y'all are upset about it, but then want to go into gay people's comments and be like, well, I don't want you to sexualize the children. (laughs) Nigga,
5: word? I'm so done. Miller the
4: one.
5: Hey, I'm trying to understand this. (laughs) All right, so I don't agree with Kara Samuel at all. Um, Don't really like the dude but at the same time where are you guys getting this from why would you think that anything that man said is going to is going to lead to if a man touches a child <laughs> would you say something or not like who you believe like where do we get this from like i, I really think that you're reaching on that um it's It's just crazy, and then it's the i don't know man i uh I'm just sitting here listening and I'm like 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 some of the stuff you guys are, are are connecting really don't connect at all, but I mean I don't know, I think you guys are reaching like really literally I mean, just played the video and it set out I of
2: mean, his own his own words,
3: listen, we all know that a lot of them like to be um. Uh, purposefully obtuse. So it's fine. But I feel like the issue that we are really dealing with is the fact that people don't see this as dangerous, as if there aren't young men coming up listening to Kevin Samuels, like, yes, that's what I need from a woman. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm going to do. We're going to pretend, um, because, you know, remember, not all men. Um, So we have to go ahead and pretend that this rhetoric actually has no effect on the culture and society. I'm literally telling you from Kevin uh, Samuels being around, the rhetoric just in my inbox for dating has changed. So we're not gonna go ahead and pretend that this has absolutely no influence on the culture because that's bullshit. We have now the manosphere. Have you not seen people literally get all over the fucking internet to talk about how if a woman gets Instagram, you know, she's fucking cheating. Oh, you, you know, women can't listen to your fucking problems. Um, and, and then when women turn around and say, well, listen, maybe you should choose better women because that's what you tell us when we have an issue that we should choose better men. Then we go ahead and get on our fucking soliloquy and have our dick in our hands just waiting for the right moment. I'm done. I'm not going
2: to do that with you. Because of Kevin Samuels, we literally have other podcasters with straight black men, such as Fresh and Fit Podcast, who just spews out so much massage war, usually towards dark skinned women. And
3: especially black women of any fucking hue. Mm
2: -hmm. So we like, and then I hear people like, oh, I was inspired by Kevin Samuels and this is why I'm starting this YouTube and this is why I'm starting this podcast. So let's not pretend like a lot of straight black men don't have that same um, power dynamic. Like they want this divide and conquer tactic that, that, that white men have been using and still are using.
3: And, and also, Mila Dewan, one thing I really want you to understand is your experience is not the experience. Just because it's not something that you've personally said, "Hey, you know what? I've been able to connect those dots, I'm literally telling you, I am talking to women, my age, where the pickmies were, oh my goodness, the, the generation before, the pygmies were hardcore. So there's a lot of women, my age, who were not believed. So the worst part is that he's not even spitting something new. That kind of rhetoric has been used to go ahead and abuse children for a long fucking time. Are you gonna believe your child or your husband? Stop it. Let's not be woefully obtuse and not pretend that children are not at fucking risk here. And instead we're gonna be like, oh, you're gonna die alone. Nigga, I don't give a fuck about that. Guess what? I don't know if you realize, but your grave doesn't have a bunk bed. You do that shit by yourself regardless. So this die alone shit, I need you to calm down.
2: And once Um, again, Um, once again, why do children need to benefit any man, whether it is the father or not, children are not made for a benefit. I have to keep saying that.
3: And that is slave master mentality. What do you bring to the plantation? What can you use that I can in turn use for my own fucking profit? People can't even be people anymore. And I just want to let you know that's white supremacy that is being spat. Um, let's dev. Good morning, Aaron. Good
6: morning, Sid. Good morning, listeners. Uh, yeah, this topic. Boy, when I think about Kevin Samuels, I, I, you know, I think about Tommy Sotomayor, um, a Terminator. And then I think of Kevin Samuels, the T3000. I swear, these gentlemen are being dropped every year from the future to just come and absolutely methodically and systematically destroy love. Harmony, the attempt at unification. God, they, oh, and they're only getting slicker. I swear, just terminators out here. We've got to stop them.
3: Yeah, um, and I really feel like conversations like this are actually super fucking important because we are literally seeing the way that the societal tide is changing. We're Absolutely. seeing that it's okay to call the child an it and ask Guess what? If you and your child is a package deal, you putting your child on a pedestal and making sure that your child is safe above all, that's got nothing in comparison with you coupling with somebody, with someone wanting you. Do you see how fucked up that sounds? Where that is the only thing that we fucking care about to the point where are we even concerned if we're good people? Or are we just trying to go ahead and take like another black excellence reel? Like, what are we doing?
2: I think a lot of this comes from this, once again, this like whole teppy idea that a lot of cis head black men are using with this power dynamic oh, yeah. structure. First, it's God, and then it's me over the house, and then it's the woman. And that's what Ooh. a lot of straight black men believe, and you know, are clinging on to that, not realizing where it truly came from once again.
3: Um, and it's so crazy um, how far removed we are from our own ancestry. Because what's worse is that these straight men that pretend that they are so pro-black don't realize how anti-black that they are being You're being anti-black women. You're being anti-black children. What the fuck is wrong with you? How is that even possible? Uh, Serenity,
4: hey girl. Good morning, Erin. Good morning, Sid. I'm at work. I'm listening. I just popped in. Let me know if I'm late or not, by the way. But dear Kevin Samuels part two, what, what this motherfucker do this time? What he do? (laughs) Ah, Say that off when that motherfucker, say that off. Let me know. Cause why is this old motherfucker still opening his mouth? Listen,
3: I'm just going to be real. The clip that we just played, um, when I heard that shit, I was like, what are we talking about? What the fuck are we talking about? That's, is that, is, is he being real? This isn't an SNL reel. This isn't a mad TV skit. He's being honest. And I'm wondering, all of, the, all of the children who are our age, who have been abused, how do you feel about it? Especially the male children, since you don't want to call us females. I'm not calling you men. So um, uh, how, how, is the, how is the male population who has been actually abused in stepdad, stepmom situations? Because let's not pretend it doesn't happen on both sides. This is why I tell you the patriarchy hurts you too. Guess what? You're never a victim. When you're 12, 13, 11 years old, guess what? Anytime that you have a sexual experience, that's a notch on your belt and you should be congratulated for it. But if you're a girl, then that nigga needs to go to jail whoever touched you. But guess what? You're never a victim. How the fuck do you feel about that shit? You're not angry?
1: Mm-hmm. Why do I have to
3: be angry for you? This is stupid looking at the little black girls and black boys coming up and being like oh yeah you got to be an asset to me as if they weren't killed chatteled bartered and sold to do just that fuck out of here suck a dick i'm sorry
2: look and like I'm I'm sorry, i said I I, a lot of this newer generation uh gen zers gen aers and all that we're starting to be like bitch these gener- we're, we're breaking these generational curses we're questioning things." This whole alpha male bullshit was, again, came from white supremacy that black men wanted to cling Let's on. Let's continue boat.
3: to beat our kids. Yeah,
2: what question questioning all that dumbass shit. This toxic shit that y'all like to cling on to usually coming from religion. I'm sorry, we're calling it out.
3: And let me tell you something. And on this podcast, no one is fucking safe. Sometimes black men are, want, are the ones getting Sometimes it's black women. A lot of times it's straight people. Y'all keep doing shit. We got to keep talking about it. I don't know what the fuck you want us to say. Like, I I, I really don't. And I think what really kills me is the fact that people want to leave full-on dissertations as to how this is not going to affect children. When we see young boys coming up, I'm talking 18 to 23 Viewing this shit as if they've actually had a life to live to know if this works or not.
6: Come on, man! Like
2: black men, straight black men's egos are so fragile that they really feel threatened by a kid's presence, and rather call see the kid as property. If it doesn't benefit me to make me feel even more powerful, then that's a problem.
3: How can your yeah. child benefit <laughs> me? Do, do you do you know how crazy that shit sounds? You're talking about a child. What the fuck is wrong with you? Hey, hey, you guys. Guess what?
0: The idea of the nuclear black family
3: came from white supremacy as well. Oh, listen, oh my goodness. you going to make them cry. Don't make them cry. But listen, I just want to let you know <laughs> this is a Black queer platform and our message is not going to be derailed. And if you want to go ahead and talk in the manosphere and let us know how we're wrong, we're never going to hear it. Go talk to those people. Mwah. So um, I think the one, the last thing that I want to say about this before um, we wrap up is that we have to stop pretending that people that have these podcasts, because that's what a lot of like, you know, straight niggas who um, aren't participating in the bullshit love to say, man, that nigga's just weird, bro. Don't even pay attention to him. Um, Sir, that nigga's not just weird. He's a predator. He's Mm -hmm. harmful to society. And that dismissive thought, like, you know, I don't know why y'all talking about this just because some niggas be weird. You make it sound like not all, like all niggas is like that. That, that, that's fucking crazy. No. No. And I also want to say is that I feel like um, straight men are actually um, fucking petrified because a lot of women are not falling for their bullshit, especially when they decide to hold boundaries. And then they say, well, guess what? You're going to end up alone. And then those bitches go on vacation.
2: And I'm noticing (laughs) that, again, because Black women, especially darker-skinned Black women, hold these men accountable. And these men don't like that, so this is why like, Kodak, um, like Kodak Black's dumbass shit, I'm, yeah, I'm dark skinned, but I prefer red bone, light-skinned women because they're easier to break down, and I can have some mm. more control over them. This is why they're going for lighter-skinned women, because again, this, they're emotional, right, and soft. You and, don't like being called out for your bullshit.
3: And what sucks is um, that's actually like um, really fucked up for a lot of light-skinned Black women that don't even believe that. And then on top of that, you know what, what's worse? I've gone under the assumption that more dark-skinned women, well, oh no, you can't be a pick-me, you're for me. And then they come out with their pick-me shit because of the way that they've been abused and conditioned. Guess what? This is the only way I'm going to be able to find love is by co-signing the bullshit. So I can't agree with you, bitch. Da. I want everybody to stop romanticizing coupling romanticizing being with somebody to such a point where guess what, if you don't have somebody, you are less of a person. Being alone is not a failure. Being alone isn't some terrible fucking sacrifice that has to be made. Being alone is ideal for a lot of fucking people and we don't talk about them, stop. Stop it. And let me tell you something. Those people who actually like to be alone, you have a power that a lot of these pick me bitches will never have.
0: Mm.
3: You will not be able to be led. They're going to be like, guess what? You're hard. Guess what? You're hard to deal with. You're difficult when in reality, you're difficult to fuck over. You're difficult to belittle. You're difficult to put inside of a corner. That's what you're difficult for. Do not let these niggas go ahead and gaslight you into not being who the fuck you are. Stop it. So anyway, (laughs) moving on to um, the next subject, because we have quite a bit to get into this morning, but I, I, again, I feel like I just need to drive home that this isn't just like, oh, it's, it's just stupid. Don't worry about it. This is fucking serious.
2: This is a problem. Y'all need to let go of these, this power dynamic shit. Let that shit go just give it y'all need y'all both need each other equally this whole i don't women need men but no y'all both need each other on the same level
3: and and on top of that and that goes across the whole diaspora i don't care if they're non-binary gay uh it it doesn't matter we all need each other because at the end of the day i think what we're all forgetting is we're all fucking black i hate y'all bitches (laughs) No, for real. Because we're fucking black. And look at us doing the white man's job for him. He doesn't have to tell us to divide. He doesn't have to tell us to hate each other. Oh, no, that's in the DNA, nigga.
2: You like hearing me out here talking about some, we don't need women. Women need us. Meanwhile, women are the ones taking y'all, reminding y'all that you have a fucking doctor's appointment. And because your fucking asshole was about to fall out because you don't want to get your prostate checked. You don't want to get your physical checkups and all this other shit. And you wonder why the life expectancy for women is eight to 10 years longer than y'all asses.
3: And, and, and also, I just want to let y'all, the, the, the alpha male, whoever the fuck you are know. I just want to just ask you a quick question. If you work and come home and that's your contribution, right? And she works and she comes home. She takes care of the children. She cooks. She cleans. She does all of the logistics. She makes sure that everybody's getting their doctor's appointments to the point where she's making sure that everybody, all of the children are brushing their teeth because if it was just you, those niggas' teeth would rot out of their fucking head. She's trying to make sure that you're continuing to brush your teeth because, and like, I, I, I'm trying to understand, who's really ruling the house at that point? Or is she just letting you think that you are?
2: And this is why they feel, quote unquote, emasculated when women dare to make more money than them.
3: Like, it, 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 like, that's the thing. And what's worse is um, they, they are trying to take this patriarchal society and put blackface on it when it's really a European export, period. But it's okay. Do your thing. Continue to tap dance without even knowing that you're tap dancing.
2: Tap, tap dance.
3: Bruh, I'm just, I'm just saying. And, and that's cool. I'm just going to let you know that inclusion, um, loving other people, actually caring about other people makes my pussy wet. And I need you to understand that it makes us a bunch of other bitches pussy wet. You are denying yourself good pussy by being an asshole. So continue doing what you're doing. Because that, that that apparently, um, entering somebody is the only reason that you guys even talk to people, apparently. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next subject. It's going to piss everybody off. (laughs) It's cool. Um, So um, I'm going to go ahead and have um, Aaron go ahead and play this clip. We have been talking about Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez for quite some time now. (sighs) We all know the story. We all know what's going on. So I'm not gonna go ahead and reiterate it for anybody. Um, And obviously, guess what? If you came in with preconceived notions, I'm not here to change your mind, go fuck off. Um, But yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and play it.
1: an argument in the car. it was an argument because I was ready to go and everybody else wasn't ready to go. Mm-hmm. But that's like normal yes. friend stuff. Like, yeah. we fuss about silly silly stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. But I never put my hands on anybody. I never raised my voice too loud. Like, this was one of them times where it was like, it shouldn't have got this crazy. It shouldn't have escalated right? So I get out the car and it's like everything happens so fast. And all I hear is this man screaming, he said, dance, bitch. And he starts shooting. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like he shot a couple of times. And I, I so was is so he in the car
4: shooting from the car, Megan. He is he...
1: standing up over the window, okay. shooting. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even want to move, I didn't want to move too quick. Like, because I'm like, oh, my God, if I take the wrong step, I don't know if he can shoot something that's, like, super important. I don't know if he could shoot me and kill me. Like, Were you afraid for your life at that I time? was really scared because I had never been shot at before.
2: I just feel like y'all just so quick to tear down this black man. And to be honest, this is why we can't get nowhere. Like, she wasn't even crying for real. And she's just doing that for clout and she wants some TV time, so that's why she's still talking about these. See y'all, that's our problem. Y'all just need to submit and do what black men say and they won't get mad at your ass. That's the problem with y'all.
3: Um, reenactment and Masterpiece Theater by Aaron, everybody. Cause that's literally <laughs> what's going on in the fucking comments. You were reading the comments this morning, like the, everything <laughs> that, listen, everything that they are saying right now, um, they read this morning in the fucking comment section. Like, fuck out of here, bro. Serenity.
4: She lying. She lying. She switched up her story five times. This <laughs> DJ who's not even a lawyer, who's not even a part of the case, said that his DNA wasn't even on the gun. Oh, my fucking God. Go off. Go, go ahead, get started, because I'm listening. I'm listening, and I'm here. <laughs> l- l- listen.
3: Listen. I- and let me tell you also something else. Um, we have gotten to a space where I feel like it's almost in the minority to actually believe black women and not just have it in our bio, the way that um, pretend allies got hashtag BLM. Mm-hmm. I, like I, I, they don't actually give a fuck because think about it and I hate to bring it back to the slap, oh Jesus. But once a black man actually decides to defend his black woman, this listen, when I say they dragging this nigga through the mud, canceled all kinds of shit the reason why i'm not worried about will smith because that nigga's rich that nigga's so fucking rich you don't even realize how rich that nigga is he will
2: right. be fine
3: He can bro capitalism wins all so i'm not really going to be like i oh mean good i can't believe they're doing this to will smith because i don't care um but in reality think about it when somebody actually decides to go ahead and defend a black woman they all got a fucking problem but for some reason, we can all jump on the bandwagon when we're shitting on a black woman. Let me tell you something. I have never seen so many pick me ass black dusty bitches go ahead underneath comments and say what the fuck that they are saying as they get cheated on by Peanut, Ray Ray, and
4: them.
2: Chow.
4: Ooh, serenity. Bro, those comments on that interview were pissing mm. me off
3: it's crazy how everybody
4: <laughs> said let's be unbiased let's be unbiased then why the fuck are y'all saying oh the case is over y'all already figured it out like what
2: girl it's a mess and these same these same pick me black women who are defending Tory be the main ones arguing with they nigga to take the christmas tree down here it is about to be made that christmas tree is probably still up you dealing with these ain't <laughs> shit ass these ain't shit ass niggas defending some
3: girl it's a man listen and you know what and guess what let me tell you something that's worse especially after the first subject that we just had those same black women who are defending tory lanes to the death of them are the same black women who ignore their cries of their own child because guess what their man would never do that this is why i say it's dangerous that shit is dangerous keep them bitches from around you well, she, Let me had, tell you something. she
2: had to have done something like she's just doing this the trial ain't even started so why is she doing this before the trial even started
3: nigga do, do, <laughs> do you, and then we actually seeing Tory Lanez who actually was co- trying to come out with evidence who actually was like literally breaking court orders way before the trial we're not going to talk about that no no she's actually telling her story no that's the special I don't know why should. I don't like that <laughs>
2: Shut the fuck ugh, up because she do be kind of aggressive, even though we do equate uh masculinity to black women anyway. But that's besides the point. She do be kind of aggressive, and she do be doing a lot.
3: And and I also want to put out there, it's not lost on me that a lot of men also hate already hate make the stallion for what she represents.
2: They misgender her all the fucking so, time.
3: Listen, on a regular basis, I've heard her being called the gorilla, the Hulk all kinds of nasty disgusting shit that you seem to only reserve for brown and dark
4: skinned black women just saying serenity and here's the thing it's like why are we not doing our research on half of these rappers Tory Lanez has literally had a history of trying to fight rappers, trying to shoot at them, trying to... He had beef with, with Travis He has beef with literally everybody. He'll be that type of short nigga, the kiki-kiki, and then you make a short joke, yeah, and that. he's ready to fight and kill you. Like, Tori has had a history of violence. Why can we not take that into account as well with just people who yeah. are just chilling, being cool? Why are we not doing our research so, on it? Come on. And, and I just want to let you know, and I just want to let you know,
3: that Napoleon shit, and, and this is the thing, I thought I just didn't like short men. I thought that's really what it was. I was just like, listen, I'm a little height racist, so, you know, <laughs> it's not height racist. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, <laughs> I can't think of anything else to call it. But, you know, I'm just, you know, I just need somebody, because, and, and you know what I realized? First of all, two things. A, I was um, very concerned about the fact that I am 5'8", almost 5'9", and I'm a very voluptuous bitch, okay? We thick over here. And I didn't want to, and because I've been so masculinized throughout my life, I didn't want to be with a man who was smaller than me because I thought that only would further masculinize me. Mm -hmm. Mm. I I honestly, and I thought it was just like, oh my God, you know, I'm just kind of a bad person inside. (laughs) But in reality, um, I just didn't want to be further masculinized on a regular basis. And so so statuesque, amazing Meg the Stallion gives big head, little shoulders a chance, right? And not only does he go ahead and fuck up the chance so wrongly, he fucking shoots the bitch after her. And I just want to say that um, a lot of the reason that um, a lot of short men feel so much hate or what have you. I need to look at other short men. They're really angry and they have to reel it in. And this is how I knew that it was more the attitude than the actual statuesque. Because I remember I was actually talking to this MMA fighter, right? This man's five, five. Five, five. I'm almost five, nine. Put it together. And when I say I found this nigga so sexy, but I found him sexy because it was like it wasn't an issue he wasn't trying to overcompensate in any way he was who he was he didn't even go into shit talking about the fact that he was an mma fighter which other small fighters who i have experienced that's the only thing they talk about because it's like they're trying to overcompensate oh i'm not just short i'm a fighter you don't know what the fuck i got Yeah. no (laughs) and i I just want to say like so when i say that you know um there are some short kings out there there really are but i also need some of the short kings to go ahead and call out little ass a big ass head little ass shoulder and tiny ass pencil ass neck tory lanes and let him know that you don't get to do what you're doing mm-hmm. it 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 kills me yo. we're not and then what's worse is that we haven't even gotten to the trial yet i'm actually you know what i'm always so um, uh, so happy and so blessed that i was able to start this platform especially with somebody as amazing as aaron but at the end of the day, when it comes to shit like this, I wish that I wasn't on.
2: <laughs> I'm not
3: even going to lie. Okay.
2: Like, and to be honest, I already know, I can already see how this trial is going to go. Because like I said, she is a black woman. And on top of that, like, she'd be getting misgender and the stuff that the people be saying about her. It's just, it's just very disgusting. And I, I feel mean- like uh, this men have this... Straight men have this thing of like, oh, if a woman is taller than me, that means that she must be a nigga or I'm a misgender her or, and Mm -hmm. really they just feel, they feel emasculinized because they're not used to taller
5: women.
3: And a hundred percent. And for the longest time, I actually kind of bent into that reality where it was like, I just, I just want to be soft. I don't want to have to fight nobody for somebody. Cause I've been with niggas where I've been like, okay, so you're not going to do it. So I guess I have to do it. So I, I, didn't wanna, I didn't wanna continue to pepper, uh, perpetuate that. When in reality, somebody, it doesn't matter what size, they can make you feel soft. They can go ahead and make sure, oh no, I'm gonna take care of everything. All of that, you can feel protected. But the, 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 the size difference, especially for me, I thought, oh my God, if I'm with somebody that short, they're going to see me that much more. We can't, like, let's look internally. All of my black people, I don't care who you are, let's look internal. Just for a sec, come with me on this journey. Um, (laughs) Serenity.
4: Right, everybody's like, "Why? why is toy science that she's allowed to talk? Because he's been talking ever since the day this first fucking happened it's like y'all gaslighted megan into having her belief well how do you know if tori shot you how come you know y'all y'all bullied her when she went through her first live she admitted she said Tory shot me but y'all gaslighted her into saying well you said your back wasn't even turned around da, da, da. like and now the story is slowly having more and more pieces and people think that the story is changing people think that the story is completely different like, a victim can't slowly recall their memories from a traumatic event or something. Like, she's just, she can't remember all of a sudden because she said something back then close to when it Like, I just, I don't know. I don't understand people's point, and I don't think people are actually listening to the lives.
2: People just don't like her. Like I said, just, I have to keep saying this. Uh. Just say that you just don't like that bitch. This bitch has shown us pictures of the bullet wounds, the, the bullets itself, the fucking medical records, the doctors who took care of her, even came out and said that, yes, this girl got shot, and people are still saying, no, nah, something ain't adding up. Just say that you just don't she like stepped this stepped on
3: some glass. I saw some just, glass from the window. She stepped on glass. I don't know what that bitch talking about. And I'm just like,
2: nope. just say that you don't as, like as this is. bitch. You don't like this bitch. You would rather her be like Danny Lay or something. You, you don't like her because she's Megan
3: and that's what it is. And then the fact that she's also with a black man who loves her fully and will go ahead and like he, and like and listen, you just see him going to war in comments and shit every so often he be just like stop playing with me. Um and I just love <laughs> I just love the fact that it's not cuz this is the thing, sadly, being in a being in a coupling validates people. So Think, Which is so fucking sad. I just want to put that out there. So there's so many black men before them. and we're just like, ain't nobody trying to be with a, a Meg the Stallion. That's not what we trying to do out here. And then you see a black man loving her up all up in them ass cheeks. And when I want to say when a nigga is jealous, when I say I am jealous, Fine as hell. I want to be party's face so bad sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> but like, <laughs> we're going to, that's not what we're talking about right now. But I just want to say Meg. I want to be ass cheeks listen and I'll be the face within the ash cheeks we go together <laughs> no matter what you see that Married. I love you anyway but yeah so that but like so I fine. feel like oh my god
2: but yeah just like I have to tell <laughs> just like I have to tell um like I said just say it just like I tell like these fucking white people well he was resisting and you know he didn't he didn't say um, hey before before just say just, you just don't like him just say what the fuck you want to say
3: like, it's when we talk to white people and they decide to be like, well, she was just aggressive. And I didn't really like her tone. And I didn't really understand exactly where she was coming from because, you know, we just didn't live the same lives. And because we didn't live the same lives, we just, I didn't understand exactly where I should be coming from. And you <laughs> say all North of that Island, to be
2: like, but like, North. I was like on the way to Starbucks and I just felt like <laughs> so uncomfortable because I was eating my potato salad with raisins in it. And then <laughs> she brought her black ass I love you out of nowhere. And it was just <laughs> made me so uncomfortable.
3: And just because I said that, people were like, oh my God, Bethany, you're racist.
2: <laughs> I love, like, I love the colors. like my best friend's dog is black. So like, I can't be
3: racist. Listen, which is why I'm going to tell white people, guess what? I have white paint on my toenails. You can't tell me I'm <laughs> racist ever. Okay. And I think I'm planning to buy a white dog. I'm fucking inclusive. Don't tell me shit. <laughs> oh, <no>. But anyway... <laughs> i'm terrible person. why are we
2: like this
4: <laughs>
3: i i don't know serenity
4: <laughs> and you know what it's crazy because again everybody says let's stay unbiased but then it's it's like men i've noticed they love that all tori had to say was i slept with her best friend that's why she mad and everybody was like okay that's reasonable Bro. yep she's a liar when it when it's something that makes him look good he he, he got arrested not because he was talking about it cuz first of all during that concert he violated her restraining order that's why he was sent to jail and then the judge was like you're spreading misinformation about the case especially misinformation and he made a whole album before she was even she they talked about it they both talked about it on their lives but he made a whole album and profited <laughs> off of it I literally so now when Megan does it, it's wrong? Oh, why are you even talking about if you're not letting him talk about it? No, the judges aren't letting him talk about it. That's not her. Like, y'all know how law works?
2: And this is why I keep saying yeah, yeah, cancel culture. Cancel culture does not exist because, like I said, this nigga made, like she just said, this nigga made a whole album and still made money off of her trauma. So this whole, well, you're all trying to cancel black men. It doesn't. Work like that. Cancel culture only affects the most marginalized. Tory Lanez has money. He will be fine. If anything, this trial, they're probably not going to believe Megan because we know how this fucking shit goes.
3: Oh, and that, I'm not going to lie. I'm like so fucking scared for that man. I really am. And it's like, as a Black woman who has had to go to the police against a Black man on sadly more than one occasion, um, I'm not going to lie, when you go into that room and they're going to talk to you about the issue, what's going on at hand, hey, you, you called the police and you made a police report. I remember being in that room and being like, they pulled out the book and they had all of the people and uh, like all of the people with their little fucking names and shit in front of them. It was like, who did it to you? I literally flipped one page and I point, I was like, it's him. It's him. Go get that nigga. Like, I'm thinking this works like in the movies. Like, it's like, like it's Law and Order SVU. I've pointed him out. Go get him. (laughs) And they turned to me and they said, what were you wearing the night of the incident? This is two and a half milliseconds after I pointed out who it was. And do you know why? I said, why are you asking me that? He said, well, we actually know this guy. He's really nice. (laughs) He was being for real. He was being honest. That was his honesty as this black cop sat in front of this black woman defending a black man who had just assaulted her.
2: You know, you only know how I feel about the police. Like, I don't care what skin color. you. I don't, I'm not going to fucking trust no police, even if you're a black one, because the institution of policing, you literally have pictures of the police shaking hands with KKK members. Girl, I'm not going to trust police. I don't care if you're Mexican, black, whatever. The institution, the system of policing is white supremacy. You can't reform the police. That shit ain't going to work. You can't reform white supremacy. That shit ain't going to work.
3: That's why... When people, that's why people are so scared of defund the police. Because really what it means to be is abolish, dismantle.
2: They ain't ready for that shit. Never
3: again. But you are so scared by defund? Nigga, you don't even know what we're trying to
2: do. You don't even know. Look, i be telling these white folks, these white people, Oh, my God, they, they be saying, like, oh, my God, they fun." Like, I don't think that's right. I'm like, Girl, you better be like, You better ask about me, because I think it all got to go. Abolish them, motherfuckers.
3: Yo. And I don't know. I don't know if this was Aaron's. Uh, this is what Aaron wanted to do in the beginning. But I'm becoming slowly an anarchist. And I'm just like, ah, oh, God <laughs> damn it. I don't know. Is it? Is it catching? I feel like it's catching. And hopefully it will catch fire.
2: Ain't no way in hell you should be sending three goddamn police cars behind me just to tell me that I have an expired car tag. This is why I'm saying shit like a bunch of police. Send someone fucking else for that shit.
3: Bruh, when somebody says, guess what? Somebody is mentally ill and I don't know what's going on back there and you send police and guns and guards and shit. Let me tell you something. I have a family member who's living, literally living in the house with me. And as much as they cause me, a oh Lord. I am so scared to have them leave the house because I know nobody's taking mercy because in their mind, they're seeing a black man, a black man who doesn't have it together. Let me tell you something. And you know what's worse? We are your protectors. The gays, the theys, the bays, the ladies, we are your fucking protectors black and this ones. is the way you actually b-
2: Emphasis. <laughs> Look, I, like you said the gays the, the ladies the gays the black ones are let's be specific about that
3: because <laughs> oh no because we no, listen we are talking about listen the black Claire platform if you didn't know we only talking about black people right here so yes absolutely the black one and those are the ones you shit on the most how fucking dare you If you looked inside your history, you didn't even realize that we were people to be worshiped. People like Aaron, people who were trans, those people were worshiped, they were priests before the white man came. But guess what? For you to actually sink that into your brain, I feel like it would break it. Because patriarchy has poisoned you. Poisoned you to the thing where you're like, oh, binary, it's only one and two. Nothing else exists. Like three, four, five, nigga, count. I'm sorry. So I just don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) It's killing me sometimes. Um, Tone.
7: Hey, Aaron. Hey, Sid. Nice to meet you guys. Um, I was really disturbed by the comments under that post with the Megan interview because it's like, it's almost as if like the comments, they just disturbed my soul because it's almost as if they feel like Black women are not allowed to be in their femininity and feeling emotions. You know,
3: Mm.
7: it's almost as if they're like, she should have been tough and stuck it out. And it's like, no, she's a human being and she's hurting. And on top of that, she's a black woman. And, and, you know, you know how that goes. And it's just like she's allowed to feel her feelings and say what she got to say. Tori's a piece of shit. Fuck him. You Amen. know, Ma- Megan's upset, she's hurting, and she should be able to voice that. but and this is the thing, like if
3: I, I, I'm so appreciative for for um, that comment because um, we need more men. period. I don't care what orientation you are because I say straight men, but y'all don't really like us that much sometimes. So whatever, we need more men who are going to speak up about this. Seriously, especially Black men. So the theys, the gays, all we, we really need to be like in absolution in reference to this particular subject because we are literally having people who are trying to disbelieve us in reference to how feminine we are. Oh, well, you were too much. That's why it happened. Do you think that's different than what's going on? Come this on. This is
2: why I keep saying like, Black people as a whole, we need to get over this damn, oh, well, yeah, we recognize you black, but since you gay too, you not a part of the culture, that's doing you more harm than good. If you pro-black, you need to be pro-black, period. All black people. I can't tell you how many times I have niggas tell me, well, yeah, you black, but I don't know. It's the white man that made you. No. That's these like these stereotypes and all this other shit that you think maybe like that's not that's not it you can't say that you're pro-black you can't say that you're pro-black and then turn around and tell your brothers or sister call them a faggot and shit they're black first right so keep that same
3: energy because you tell them they're black first when they talk about gay issues when they talk about femme issues when they talk about um people not having control over their fucking bodies in congress
2: and if we dare that's what you said and then when we call it out, and if we dare say what's going on from our experience as black and queer people, from straight black men, then they'll turn around and say, well, y'all just anti-black and y'all trying to uphold white supremacy. No, nah, nigga, we're trying to move this shit forward as a whole. You can't, like, this whole, like, you would literally have niggas, for example, we talk about R. Kelly and the shit that he did oh, y'all just t- quit to tear down the black men. It's like, no, we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Sure, his music was cute. I'm not listening to that shit no more. But we'll be a fool to not sit here and say the shit that happened.
3: Happened. Just like when it comes to Bill Cosby. Just let me tell you something. And I love and hate documentaries. Um, so I was watching, I watched the Bill Cosby thing. I obviously watched the R. Kelly thing. And then I also watched Hugh Hefner. Who know those things would cross (laughs) at a certain point? So I'm here watching this thing about um, Hugh Hefner. And do you know, they were talking about Don Cornelius? Soul Train, the Soul Train guy, yeah. So he's literally going to the Playboy Mansion. This nigga's got bitches tied up. This is why I say capitalism is a fucking curse. Because if it was a regular black man, it could never have happened. But guess what? That was a black man with money. That was a black man to get profit off of. So please, we are going to give you whatever desire that you have. Now, of course, when I say shit like that, they're like, there was a lot of white people there. Duh, it was mostly white fucking people. It was Playboy. Stupid. (laughs) Duh. Like, I'm here. I get it. But what I'm saying is the fact that a black man who had a very black fucking platform, right? Was able to go ahead and do that to other women. And people think, guess what? Because of what his image was, who thought that Don Cornelius would have done that to them? Stop it. Stop it. I can walk and chew gum at the same time. I can go ahead and say guess what? This black man has fucked up completely, so guess what? We need to excommunicate him because he's hurting the black community with the fact that he's a fucking abusive abuser who needs to be in jail.
2: But if you dare do that, like I said, for some reason, like R. Kelly for example, how could you talk about R. Kelly like that, even if he did do all these things, and you're just trying to uphold white supremacy? That's white supremacy talking... Like, come on, y'all, y'all. It's like, do y'all want to move forward as a whole, as a whole race, or not? Because if you're this whole divide and conquer tactic, it's not going to work out. It's just not going to work.
3: Patriarchy has been such a thing that has been able to be spoon fed us, spoon fed to us in such a poisonous way, where this is something that we think is going to give us greatness. Once we have patriarchy, once we have what the white man has then we'll be okay. So we just need to aspire to that. But you don't see it that way. Because guess what? Oppression doesn't work in your direction in reference to the Black community because we're all talking about the umbrella of the diaspora right now. Like, I need people to understand. You can't, like, just because you're Black doesn't mean that you can't oppress somebody else because guess what? You are, especially, uh, I'm talking about other Black people. guess what those straight bigots are having us as children oppressed our whole lives fuck out of here bro um oh fletch hey
2: girl
3: um yeah with the this whole
6: situation kind of piggyback off of serenity i just don't you know i wonder if a lot of people who make these comments actually have participated in jury duty and know what it takes To sit in a courtroom and go through the forensics, go through the evidence, go through the witnesses, how long that takes. Um, It can take weeks, it can take months. And yeah, it's just annoying to me that people don't actually understand how the law works, how court cases go. And it amazes me that folks actually will somehow believe that an individual can remember everything to the letter about something that happened to them that was clearly traumatizing i'd be more concerned about someone who knows the details i'd be less concerned about the person that wanted to try to forget it in fact it would make sense for them to not remember everything because who's trying to sit there and just constantly run through their mind something that just bothers them to the core and threatened their lives it's so stupid
3: Yo, and, and it sounds so elementary, especially when Fletch puts it like that. It sounds so elementary. Like, why are we just seeing logic? Well, like, why? Are, but we can't. And what's worse is is that we're here sitting within these um, communities. They're supposed to be like, oh, guess what? Guess, ooh, No, we're Christian. We're Black. I love you. I accept you. And it comes with, like, 17 conditions, 147 <laughs> amendments. With like article B, C, D, and E, with like expressions. Stop it. Stop it. Stop pretending that you love us because we're black because you don't. You don't. Um, Wilton, because we got to move on to the next topic because we got, we got more stuff to do. But we're going to go ahead and play these last messages.
0: There's a lot of them entertainers from way back when that did a lot of things as well besides Don Cornelius. It's, it's a whole lot of stories that's unfolding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know Doc Cornelius, I think he held like two women for like a twenty-four hour period or a thirty-six hour period. Yeah, he was, he was, he was he wild.
4: I feel like a lot of the black community can't really accept the fact that we have terrible people that we looked up to and considered idols and such as well and calling them out like me making a live calling out the Black Panther Party and the members that you know avoid you know avoid the spotlight with their abuse and all that like that's not called self hate like that's I I don't know why us calling those those people out like Prince or you know like we say R. Kelly or (laughs) whoever Bill Cosby like why is that seems oh, us, us hating, and why can't people accept? Like a lot of the black community, why can't we accept that we have terrible people too? Like I, I don't know.
2: Oh shit! I forgot about Prince. <laughs> uh,
3: Yo, I don't know why when she said that shit, I was just like, not Prince. But I've heard the story.
2: I think. But uh, to answer. To answer your question, Serenity, I think that is because a lot of Black people are worried about, well, if we talk about this stuff, then that's going to give more ammo for the white people. And so it's all about how our image looks. And that's why they don't want to talk about it. Don't talk about the bad. What happens in this house stays in this house. You hear it all. So and, I and think that's where it comes from.
3: I, 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 think I, I think I completely agree because it's like we used to honor people like R. Kelly. We used to honor people like Bill Cosby. And and this is the thing. Um, Not so much when it comes to R. Kelly because I don't even know what y'all saw saw in his music that was just that fucking fire uh, in order to be able to ignore all of this shit. I'm just saying. Um, But Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby gave us, and especially my generation, born in 87, um, gave my generation something to look at that we'd never seen before. I remember my dad watching like fucking Ironside and Columbo and all of these different shows where it showed a lot of white men beating the shit of the black people on a regular day basis, like oh, it's Tuesday. So when I was able to see a show where it was a black doctor with his lawyer wife and all of these children that aspire to go to college, especially in that age, that was something that was amazing. But again, because this platform is an expert at being able to chew gum and walk at the same time. I'm letting you know that just just because he was the person that the uh, white people decided, oh, you can do that. You've sucked our dick long enough where we're going to allow you this. Doesn't mean that he was a good fucking person. We need to be able to understand that's not what that means. It means he wanted to succeed and he did. He was an amazing comedian. He was an amazing actor. This man was an amazing producer. He was also an amazing rapist. So let's stop pretending that that doesn't exist. Stop it. Well, y'all just, like I said, he a black man and the people that he raped weren't even black.
2: See, that's y'all problem. So I don't see
3: what the problem is with that. I think we're getting <laughs> to the point. I, I just, there's just not enough weed and alcohol in this world. Um, but like, I feel like, I feel like what's worse is the fact that we are walking into these situations knowing the stories, those of us who decide that we're just going to victim blame, knowing the stories, being able to have seen it, and decide that's just not what the, uh, what the issue is. And I also want to let you know that a lot of the people who absolutely love R. Kelly have not seen the documentary. Ooh. That's just propaganda. You just trying <laughs> to tear down a black man. And I don't understand why you decide you want to do that. I don't like that. I-, I need you to suck a big, fat, veiny dick in the name of all of the bitches that he abused.
2: Not a veiny one, child.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I gotta tell my preference. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> but listen. <laughs> um, I've really gotten to the point where I just I just don't care. I, I don't care what you think. I stand with queer Black people. That's where I am. Where do you stand? Let me know. Yeah, because on this guess platform, what, black people we have to remind folks. Still black people. Yep, um, uh,
2: that's when, you're going to have to get that through your head. Like, Again, I don't care how if you're you can only be pro black if that includes people like me and Sydney.
3: Pansexual, non-binary, like you. Like, let me tell you something: if you're not allowed to accept us into your circles, how amazing is your blackness, really? If it actually doesn't have the diversity that was actually taken from Africa in the first place,
2: girl. Because all they got is the erased from
3: Africa. I'm sorry, not taken. Erased from Africa because you won't read a fucking book.
2: They won't go back further than the with the list letters and book breaking. That's all they got. We, oh, like that. again. Before hold
3: on to that shit with two hands. Like before a whore on a deck. Like, oh! Colonized. We keep so we said this
2: just about every episode. And I'ma say it to my face, turn blue, and I'm not even white. Before <laughs> Africa was colonized, <laughs> before Africa was colonized, sex everyone was sexually fluid and gender fluid before the white man came over but i think a lot of people they cling on to this willie lynch letter stuff and they just take it and run with it it's like you have to go we're talking back you have to go further back than that we're talking back as like far back as 2400 bc
3: like stop stop it we've been erased and you don't even realize that you should be standing with us because they've erased parts of you, too. Just because you're not a part of our orientation, they've erased parts of you, too. We should be on the same fucking side, you dim-witted, dusty-ass bitch. I'm so done.
2: And also realize, because I, cause I can somewhat agree, when it comes to corporate white LGBT, yes, because I hear, oh, LGBT get more rights than Black folks. When it comes to whiteness and that, I can't agree with that. However, do not include black LGBT people with that. We do not get the privileges that the white LGBT people gets. I have to keep reminding uh, black Period. people of that if you're going to drag white supremacy, then sure, do that. But don't lump us with it as if we're a part of that.
3: Like, especially since we're on your side when we're talking about white supremacy, and then you turn the gad at us, rah, nigga, we're on your side. How the fuck did this happen? And then you realize that white supremacy has injected the system of the black diaspora to such a degree that we don't even know our original selves. Cause I can't,
2: I, cause I can, cause like I said, when it comes to the corporate white LGBT shit and because that's why I don't really use the term gay like that, because the term gay has been used as, and is still being used as a political identifier to represent white gay men. Black LGBT folks, we say queer or same-gender loving. We don't really say gay like that for real. So, again, stop lumping us with white LGBT folks when you see all these policy changes and stuff. We're not getting a piece of the privilege. It's a whole different culture, a whole different experience journey to be Black and queer.
3: And let's also be honest, especially when it's in the South, no queer person is doing okay. (laughs)
2: <laughs> let's, and we let's, don't even associate we don't even associate ourselves with the white LGBT folks, especially during pride month all you see is white people we don't we have our own uh, pride month we have our black gay pride month we don't even associate ourselves lying. with white LGBT folks like that because they still have their privileges they know. their privilege can come their whiteness will always come before their sexuality we can't do that so I would really appreciate uh, straight black men I hear all the time on this app to stop lumping Black LGBT folks with that, we don't get, a, we see through the shit that they go, that they're saying.
3: Especially Black people, especially Black queer people. We're not even talking about just POC Black people in general, which are all going through their fucking struggles, whether you are Indian, whether you are fucking Chinese. Let me tell you something. This is how you know colonization has touched every part of the globe. Because all of the places that I just mentioned have actually been indigenously gay. Just just gonna put that out there. We're not the only victims is what I'm saying. They've been erasing us for a very long time all over the fucking globe. Whew, okay. Uh, Tone. The
7: intersectionality of of it all is is it's so it's so complex and I feel like a lot of people outside of our community just don't understand but I experience it and from what I can hear you guys experience it and yeah it's just wild mm-hmm. crazy yes isn't
3: that a universal experience between like POC queer people black people and listen and every single demographic of uh queer people um especially anybody who's non-white has had a very similar experience trying to struggle against culture, trying to struggle against religion that has been tainted by colonization. I don't care who you are. That's what it is. Yeah. Are we really going to pretend we're the only victims of it? And then we're here like trying to go ahead and be like, oh, well, the white man brought this homosexuality and you're, you're and they're saying it with their full chest. And I feel like it sucks because I'm just like, oh, reading is so paramount. Lavar <laughs> Burton did a whole show. <laughs> what are we doing? Butterfly in the sky. Let me stop. Um, smile more.
8: <laughs> Wait a minute, what are you guys talking about? There's a
4: black LGBT uh, month or, or parade. And also I- I've been going to the LGBT, the gay pride parade in New York City since I was a kid. My godfather who was basically my father growing up used to always take me or we would meet him at a whatever bar he was bartending at, and he was black from Philly. So I'm just curious. I don't, I've don't. never heard of this separate thing.
2: Yes, um, oh. the black, L- black LGBT events and black LGBT parades have been around for decades. Um, as black LGBT people, we don't have a safe space even within the mainstream LGBT community, which is whitewashed. Um, what excluded from a lot of talking points from a lot of stuff so as black people have always had to do create our own spaces And so have black LGBT people as well. We don't associate no. for real with white LGBT people like that
3: So I just want to say now uh, this does not mean that we don't show up to the parades in June I, d- I just want to let you know because I, I feel like they maybe that's what they're uh, what people are um, being confused by I will still it's June yeah. Listen, be about to go out there. Listen, I'm going to see assless chaps and drag queens. I'm going. But I realize that especially in reference to performing in reference to actually having a voice in reference to actually talking to that specific community i cannot tell you a pride parade where i was at where we actually talked about like black people and the maybe the hiv crisis going on within the black queer community there's never been like a black i don't see a lot of black speakers unless they come from rupaul's drag race and we all know how fucking like stop yeah, stop, stop, I don't want to do talking <laughs> holiday today, um, but, <laughs> but, but yes, so, uh, so when we get to the black queer um uh, parades that happen in July, when we get to all of the things that happened then, to all of the uh parades that happened then, we're actually able to hear our voices, and I feel like that's what people are missing, it's like you're thinking to yourself, oh, that means you're excluded, oh, there was black queer people at the, f- of course we were there, the fuck? Yeah, you see a oh, few
2: sprinkles, you, a, <laughs> sprinkles of black and say, "Oh, it's good." No, we're not. We're not really dealing. And like Tone said, it, the reason me and Sydney started this podcast is because of the intersectionality of it all. At being black and LGBT, people like y'all have no idea how hard that is in society. I get called a faggot more from straight black men, and then if I go to the LGBT side, which is mainstream white folks, again, I get like it's racist as hell over there. Fetishized. I, fetishize, all of that. We don't have a safe space being Black and LGBT.
3: And I feel like a lot of pe- I feel like for that it's it's lost in a lot of people, especially those that don't hold the orientation. They may know somebody, it's my uncle, it's my brother, so on and so forth. And they think, guess what, they're involved. What do you mean they're not involved? I saw them there. Just because you see their presence. This is, this is the issue uh, with representation that I have. Just because you show a person, a Black person of color inside of a, um, a June uh, regular pride parade doesn't mean that we actually have a voice, doesn't mean that we can actually do something in reference to our communities and have the white LGBT actually support us. I feel like, again, the intersectionality of it all is so lost on people that they feel like just because they see you there, oh, you have all the rights. You were
2: there. A lot of what people do don't mean? even know. People still, a lot of people still don't even know what intersectionality even means. Uh, I talked to um sure. I talked to a nigga on this app and I said, Do you know what intersectionality <laughs> is? And he was like, Whoa, another sexual orientation. I said, Wow, this is how lost you are. I said, intersectionality, and you thinking that I'm still talking about sexual orientation. F-
9: intersectionality. F- F- F-
2: you can be black and a woman. You can be black and gay. You can be black and disabled. Intersectionality.
3: Like, bro, I don't. It, and it's it, it. When I say it gives me a fucking headache, I feel like there's like a vein that's eternally above my right eye that's just willing to jump whenever I'm in the shade room. I feel like that's just wh- where we are right now. Girl, and fuck the shade room. L- listen, don't.
7: Uh, I notice a lot of. Um, heterosexual, you know, uh, pro-black spaces do not accept uh, queer as a part of the equation in terms of being, you know, black and and proud of that. And um, it it just, it it, it fucks me up because I'm like, like, how is that not a thing? Um, But yeah, they always find a way to exclude us and then they think that we're, they think that we're a part of the, the the system of white supremacy and they think it's this big agenda. And it's just yeah. like, really?
2: And that's what I said. Black people, part of decolonizing your mind from the white man also includes getting rid of your homophobia and transphobia. Because how can you say that you're a pro-black and then calling me a faggot? But you say I'm black first, but you still threatened to Maybe. like. I got threatened to be on this app one time. Someone threatened to kill my ass because he was so mad that I was being feminine, and he, like he wanted to, he threatened <laughs> to kill me. Like how like that's where it's at. So, but you claim to be pro black,
3: and and you know what's worse? The reason why I know that it's all rooted in homophobia and 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 and, and transphobia because they can't, oh, you're non-binary, you don't know who you are. <laughs> Nigga, he know, <laughs> like they know exactly who they are. That's why they just told you, you stupid, simple bitch.
2: Until black people get rid of this, oh, being gay is a white thing, I don't think we're gonna get anywhere when it comes to unification. We wanna be not. stand together and stand together in solidarity. But you still tearing down your own brothers and sisters because they happen to like the same gender or whatever
3: Listen and I just want to say that religion that tells you guess what they're gay and you gotta you gotta love the sinner and not the sin and all of this other bullshit. I just want to say that's all rooted in white supremacy. they've actually convinced you to turn on your own children and you use their own doctrine to convince yourself that that's a fact
2: this high school like This uh, 18-year-old girl couldn't even go to her high school graduation because she was killed just for coming out the closet. Black girl, by the way, by her father.
3: One day I'm going to do a pop-up and um, because I used to be a slam poet. (laughs) One of the many many jack-of-all-trades that I used to do. And I remember um, I used to watch uh, death poetry all the time. And Stacey Ann Chen, I don't know if a lot of people know who that is, but that is a, um, a woman who was a lesbian who actually grew up in Jamaica. And when somebody found out that she came out in Jamaica, she was gang raped in a bathroom by five men. So she went to Jamaica, New York. And she always talks about how she went from one Jamaica to the other in order to survive. She recently moved back with her daughter and she's trying to change things. And I just want to say, like some of the poetry that she has written, some of the poetry that I have listened to by her, when I say it touches your fucking soul, please look up Stacy Ann Chen. And, um, you know, she's one of the Chinese Jamaicans, as we call them. <laughs> um, in, and when I say that, especially in the islands where we come from. Nobody queer is safe. Here it's fetishized. Let's be, let's be honest. Here for women, it's fetishized. Oh my goodness, you're with another girl that's so attractive. You see, I like the fact that you'll be spicy sometimes at midnight.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: That's, that's, that's the way that we look at it over here. In other countries, um, other black countries that were colonized, we're killing those people. We're chopping them down with cutlasses, or as we call machetes. Come on. We pretend that our rhetoric has no actual effect when it's literally equaling in people's death.
2: I want you to think about that the next time you say, oh, yeah, I'm cool with gay folks, but if I can't have no damn gay kids or I'm going to do this to them if they end up gay, I'm telling you now, and then you wonder why the suicide rate with black LGBT folks is the way it is, or you wonder why you ain't going to hear from your kids once they are financially stable.
3: And if hell is real, that's literally where you belong.
2: If and you God forbid your
3: kid let's,
2: uh, God forbid your kid tells you that he doesn't believe in the religion that you indoctrinated him in. Black people, are, black people are not a monolith. uh, hate to break not everyone that's black is going to be religious
3: listen and when i say um me and aaron's when i say that this podcast is literally about tearing down those systems that's why i say this is not something that can be derailed there there, there's going to be people who come into this podcast saying guess what i have my own agenda fuck your agenda the real gay agenda is being treated equally. So I'm sorry, I don't know, you don't have a place here. I'm
2: not, um, I'm not interested in joining any religion if that religion is not committed to ending white supremacy. So until that happens, I don't want to hear it.
3: And, and that's just what it is. And it, I feel like it even goes into the next um, subject because we have a lot of people and we can't pretend that this is um, that this is just white people who believe this way. No, this is people with just a little coin in their pocket who are still two paychecks away from being homeless. Um, So um, the next topic um, is being economically conservative, but socially liberal. And I just want to ask you, um, when was the first time you were alerted to this concept? Because I feel like as um, constant anarchists, especially from childhood, um, this concept <laughs> wasn't... <laughs> um, just being honest. This concept wasn't really a thing. It was just like, what do you mean? That will make no yeah. sense.
2: <laughs> this conversation, the reason we're talking about this is because like, this guy I'm talking to, like this black man, he told me, he was like, yeah, I'm economically conservative, but socially liberal. And I was like, but don't you think that's kind of contradictory like when you say that and like how can you say that you're for like human rights but you he literally said that universal health care would like destroy the (laughs) (sighs)
4: place.
3: people kill me let me tell you something a quick little story time before um aaron starts to read this amazing article that I was so glad that they found because I wasn't, I I was just like, I I don't even know how to put this into words. And they was like, nigga, I was Googling. But um, before we uh, get into that really quick story time. So I was actually super in love with this guy, maybe like three years ago. And he was a person who was a prior veteran. He was pro-black, at least in my eyes. And I was like teaching him about queer people and how they're like amazing, right? Uh, And I'm thinking that we're (laughs) making progress. And I remember after like a really bad bump in the road, we were just having just a random conversation and universal um, education, like having education be free to everybody came up. And because he was a veteran, you know what this man told me? He said, I went ahead and I decided I wasn't gonna be in the streets like everybody else in Atlanta that was actually doing what they was doing. I decided I was gonna go ahead and join the army and make sure I could have free schooling. They could have did that, too, if that's what they really wanted. And I said, my nigga, nobody has, sh- should have to potentially lose life and limb for free <laughs> education. That's weird sauce. Don't get it. By the way, this nigga got blown out of a fucking helicopter.
2: Wow. Living the American dream. You know, shit it like them? that like, really pisses me off <laughs> because when I see things like, oh, it would cost $80 billion, $80 billion to for everyone in this country to receive free education. So no tuition, no none of that dumbass shit. Well, where are you going to get the money from for that? You got to have the money to do that. Joe Biden's dumbass just put more money into Uk- to Ukrainian stuff and, and $700 billion to the military but you want to sit here and tell me that we don't have the money for everyone to get a free education.
3: I, I, I need people to understand. And you know what was worse? One of his arguments was people won't appreciate their education if it's free. <sighs> they won't appreciate their education if it's free. And li- I just want to, I just want to. Like, I, let- well, I told you,
2: I look at what I told you, because I say, I said, I don't think I'm going to push this man left. Joe Biden is so, like, he's very conservative, but y'all swear you alls going to push this man left. And meanwhile, he's still spitting in y'all faces and putting more money to the, to the people in Ukraine rather than people in black and brown neighborhoods. But he's going to give more oh, money to the police, no. though.
3: Oh, no. A- and he will continue. Uh, it's like, literally, we just decided we didn't want Velveeta Voldemort to continue to rule things, so we voted for this sleepy-ass nigga. That's literally what happened. Like, like, and, and, and you know what kills me? I want to say a lot of the people's arguments against like free healthcare, free education. A lot of people's arguments are like, well, you know, it's going to drive down the quality. If people are being paid appropriately, why would it drive down the quality? Just question, question. Um, oh, spirit love. Hey, boo.
9: Also, I think it's good to understand that there's many levels of feminism. Like, for example, I am a feminist, but it's important to know which level you are. So I'm an intersectional feminist, right? But most feminists are not going to say that. They're going to say they're first world feminists because the thing is that most people understand that intersectional feminist means looking out for women of all backgrounds, including women of color. And that's why I say intersectional feminist. But unfortunately, that's not the mainstream yeah. feminism, which most people want you to believe in. Mm-hmm
3: a hundred percent because listen we uh, we had a whole episode talking well and i even had episodes by myself talking about white feminism and well feminism and how it is like basically a white um uh, like constitution like at its core and we've tried to go ahead and bend the term to include us which is why i've always said that i am a womanist which literally includes femme people people with uteruses do you understand what it, you, you see and, and how feminism may not include those people it may not include indigenous people Susan B Anthony was quoted saying that I will take off my right arm before I fight for the vote of the Negro mm.
2: look Just, these same because um, you remember the, you remember the uh, parade marches with all those white women wearing, wearing those peak hats
5: <laughs> yes the,
2: they were also um, feminists as well, but those be the same white women probably telling niggas to pull their pants up and they won't get shot by the police. So I don't trust um, that kind of feminism because no, I just see I right don't. through that
3: shit. Especially since they're I'm literally trying to say we're feminists and still be um, women for Trump. Nigga, how? <laughs> Nigga, Grab hoodie. me! Grab Nigga my how? pussy! Grab by the pussy, bro! <laughs> Nigga, what? Yeah, no. not not, none of that serenity
4: and that's the thing he was totally fucking wrong privileged people won't fucking appreciate their education but you can literally look up any poor village of of fucking kids in Africa or India and they're fucking crying happy because they're getting taught shit in school like unhumble and privileged people but if you raised a, a very privileged acting society of course but why should we stop that from everybody else getting the opportunity? Motherfuckers, is weird. Like, again, <laughs> Americans have adapted this concept of somebody always has to be on the bottom. Somebody has to be struggling. Somebody has to be poor. It's just sad. And That's that is why. Works.
3: Nigga, you yes. just said, you, you see how you, this is why we're here together. Okay, no, but um, I need people to understand, like, real talk. Um, capitalism is rooted in white supremacy. And people are going to get really upset about the fact that we continue to make that comparison because they're like, oh, you don't want us to have money and do things. I just want to buy things on Amazon and get it on Prime. Nigga, I do too. I'm broke. I'm trying. This is what it is.
2: This is why we're having more people. This is why we're having more people start labor unions and stuff because people are seeing, people are seeing how this system is working. People are seeing right of the bullshit. We only saw value in what you could bring to the plantation, not from the slaves themselves. The slave masters didn't give a fuck about the slaves, obviously, but they only saw value in them to what they could bring to the plantation. It's the same process as capitalism. I'm not going to pay you a living wage, but I'm still going to exploit you at the same time.
3: And, and let's be honest, like, can we continue to live that particular life and be okay We've seen that we haven't been able to. We see that capitalism has failed us in every single aspect, especially when people are literally dying because they're trying to buy their insulin less often. Yeah, people are literally making
2: life and death decisions because of this shit. People are literally asking themselves, damn, do I have to put food on the table or do I need to get some insulin? Like that's where we're at right now because of capitalism.
3: Are we really going to pretend that that's not a serious issue? This is what I'm saying. People want to pretend that we are sitting here waving alarms that don't matter as climate change is killing us. And you could tell that the, we could actually make some type of change because of the pandemic. I'm not glad the pandemic happened, but I'm letting you know animals were literally coming out and like, we're like, Oh, that's a whole new species. We didn't even know was alive before. Look at all the pollution that we don't have Look like we were seeing how capitalism literally has failed us because it's killing the world.
2: And this is why um going back to the article. Um, which we have pinned. we're going to just read the fucking article. Um, Oh, yes. Because I'm hearing this a lot now from people. Oh, I'm economically, I'm conservative, but when it comes to social stuff, like, I'm liberal. And I'm like, but that's very contradictory. That that can't go together. It's kind of impossible. But I'm going to read some of this article. It states, identifying as socially liberal and fiscally conservative is common among moderate and third-party voters. This ideology is hypocritical because it is impossible to separate social issues from their economic causes. One cannot value freedom and equality while still believing capitalism as a system can grant that liberation. People who are socially liberal believe in more progressive policies like the legalization of same-sex marriage, increased access to abortion, gun control, and universal health care. Being fiscally conservative means believing in free trade, privatization of industry, less government regulation, and lower taxes. Moderates who find themselves wanting equality on social issues, but also limited government intervention, frequently identify as socially liberal and fiscally conservative. Whether these people vote Democrat, Republican, or a third party is often a toss-up. You're muted. I can't hear you.
3: No, I was going to say, I need people to understand why this is not a walk-and-chew-gum type of situation, because we say we can do that all the time. This is literally the situation where you cannot do those two things. You cannot go ahead and be um, socially liberal. Because what does that mean? That means, guess what? I'm going to agree with you in your face, because it sounds really shitty to say that I'm going to vote against your literal constitutional rights when I get to the poll box.
2: It comes down to... Um, it comes down to whether voters prioritize social or economic issues because it's impossible to prioritize both um, social liberalism and fiscal conservatism are fundamentally and diametrically opposite to be socially liberal and fiscally conservative is to ignore the impact of capitalism on social issues. It's not possible to be anti-racist without being anti-capitalism. It's not possible to be anti-homophobia without being anti-capitalism. It's not possible to be pro-liberation without being anti-capitalism.
3: There's no way to do both. And I feel like what really sucks is the fact that we really have people in our faces. And and for some reason, I guess the, the phrase itself sounds really good. Guess what? I'm socially liberal. I, I believe in what you believe in, just not when it comes to my pockets. Yeah, I, I care all.
2: about humans. I care about Black folks. I just vote on things that go against them, you know?
3: Why is that a problem? You guys are here. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it really kills me because, I again, I feel like um, the pandemic really taught us so much about the damage we were doing to the world. I think that's when I saw the most hashtag Thanos posts. Like, man, we just waiting for this nigga to come back and do the snap. Because, like, obviously, what we have done to the world, it's killing it. And what's worse is that we're making a profit off of it and saying, guess what? It's okay if we make a profit off of killing the world and oppressed peoples because capitalism is king. Sorry.
2: It's slowly dying though people may not want to admit that but this slowly capitalism is it
3: is <laughs> no it, it 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 really is though honestly it really is um i think that a lot of people are waking up there's a lot more people who want to live off the grid there's a lot of people like me who is just like i just want to get like a piece of land and like just milk my goats there's a lot of people out there who are and you know what's worse? there's even like a, a prejudice against that In Florida, there was a guy who was catching his own rainwater. Oh, white dude. I thought this nigga not going to jail. That's stupid. He's catching his own rainwater. He told the water company to go fuck off. He's like in his 60s, 70s maybe. And do you know those people put that nigga in jail? Because you're supposed to pay the water company.
2: That's how capitalism works? How dare you? Because they know we have enough natural resources for everyone on this fucking planet. Mm. but because of because of greed that's a real secret because of greed and because of money which is a hypothetical concept money is a hypothetical concept that humans have created due to greed if you really think about Mm. it it's a piece of it doesn't really exist but because it because we made it like that how dare you get this fucking free water from the sky no bitch you need to pay me
3: Mm. mm-hmm And do you know that money actually used to stand for, like when they say like the when you go to England and they're like, oh, it's a one pound note or a two pound note. Like in America, the paper money that we used to have used to signify a certain amount of gold in the treasury. That's, that's how it started. Oh, this is your note for the money that you have here. That's, that's how it started. Do you know how long that shit's been empty? So now we're just passing around pieces of paper mm. and we believe in it. Oh my God. I'm so done. <laughs> like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's so fucking crazy. yo. uh, spirit love. This,
9: this is not new though. They've always been feeling this way. They just announced that because they are worried about how people will perceive them, but they've always been like this, where in terms of their money, they're conservative in terms of what they want to put out there, like that fake woke culture, they're gonna say that they're liberal because a lot of people want to be woke even when they're not. That's the issue. There's a lot of fake woke people and no one discusses that because we're so focused on trying to be safe.
3: Mm. Facts. Mm. There's a lot of allies who 100% vote against your fucking constitutional rights. But guess what? It's mo- I'm more likable. I have more um, social bankroll. If I decide to go ahead and put BLM in my profile and still vote for Trump, and you'll never know.
2: This is why I see this, right through the bu- I see right through the bullshit when uh, Black folks put that hashtag BLM or the Black box or whatever. Like, girl, I don't need allyship. I need accomplices. I need, need accomplices. A- I don't. I've done. I, I don't even. I don't want no more allies. I need. I need accomplices only
3: that's that's literally how we live in i'm sorry serenity
4: i literally tell people all the time if we all just said fuck jobs you know what money has no value to us no more fuck that like this world would crash and burn in like five seconds because all of the people all of their houses they realize that suddenly their big account that they worked so hard for quotation marks suddenly means nothing to us like if we all just said money is not worth anything anymore like, this world would be fucked. Like they wouldn't know what to do. Like they the white wouldn't people wouldn't know would what, know what to, do. to do. Like at all. <laughs> and that's the thing. For like real. being that
2: money is a hypothetical concept, that's the thing that goes into the conversation of is it natural for humans to work? Because what are you working for? And knowing that we have exactly. enough natural resources for everyone, and that scares a lot of people for some reason. Oh my god! Well, I got we got to work, work, work. That's been ingrained in us for so long. People are saying really? a new term for it now. A new term like hustle culture. I'm always grinding. I always getting the bag. I worked 100 hours this week. Baby, that's not healthy. That's not healthy at all.
3: Yeah. We are romanticizing labor. To the point where, yeah. listen, people growing up be like, guess what? My mama worked three jobs. Guess what? My mom worked three jobs and I am doing what I love. So the, And I promise you the one goal that I have is to make sure she never works a fucking day in her life. I'm done. That lady works 16 hours a day as a fucking RN almost six days a week for the betterment of my whole life. For Do you know what that's like? I didn't know who she was. I need you to be, like, be real. Meanwhile, she really did have three jobs.
2: Meanwhile, you have uh, people like Kim Kardashian, not neat ass, talking about uh, just go to <sighs> work. People just don't want to work anymore. If you would just get off your ass and go to work,
3: motherfucker, Kim, we, y- your privilege jumped out real quick. Shut listen, up. Listen, just... you and your you and your half baked Harvard degree need to go suck the biggest dick, and I want to say bigger than Ray J's. Oh um,
9: your, your love. You know what's funny how I know this is the fake world culture as well because I so like when I went on to Instagram during uh, the BLM movement um, this white woman was like hey you need to put up a black square if you really care about black people support black lives matter and I was like well currently I just posted a lot of photos as well as videos about me supporting NWACP and she's all like why are you supporting that organization you need to support black people I'm like what is wrong with you? NWACP is a black-owned run organization, and they've been doing this historically for black people way longer than Black Lives Matter. So I don't know why you would educate me on which organizations help black people. We don't even know what NWACP is.
3: Exactly. Yo, yo, a Google search is so free. But, but like somebody brought up, guess what? Your own searches who you are may go ahead and block certain things from coming into your feed. <laughs> um, I just, I also wanna go ahead and say, I really feel like this whole, I need people to understand, just because you're nice to me in my face, but you will vote for atopic pregnancies to be, uh, for, uh, for, the, for the abortion of, a to- of atopic pregnancies, To be illegal, you don't like me, you hate me, and you want me to die. You cannot go ahead and sit with me in a bar and be like, guess what? I clinked glasses with this person. So that makes me so inclusive. Ooh, diversity. No, nigga, I'm just entertaining. Fuck yourself.
2: This is why, like, I will continue, like, I drag liberals, you know that, but I drag the fuck out of white liberals who, like, do this, oh, Black Lives Matter. But we'll sit uh, and let the racist-ass parents or even grandparents who ain't got but two weeks left to live anyway say some fucked-up shit or just laugh at it. Oh, no, you need to be cussing their asses
3: out. Straight up. And let me tell you something. I don't think I talk about my bestie Holly a lot, but, you know, Holly, Holly is Jewish. And, you know, her, um, her, one of her parents doesn't feel the same, okay? Doesn't feel like, doesn't feel the same that she and I do. And I remember um, at one point I was going to her house because I stay there all the time. I go chill. And um, that particular parent called her phone and was like, I'm coming over. She was like, you're not about to embarrass me. Fuck out of here. you you <laughs> not coming. I'm sorry. Sorry, You can uh, you can come when she's gone because you're not about to make her uncomfortable. And when I say, I didn't even realize what that did for me in the moment. I didn't, because I, I, I'd never seen, and and that was the crazy part. I'd never seen somebody who did not look like me that took that stand for me. Ever.
2: That's what I need. I Like I said, for the white liberals or white folks who just really want to understand what the niggers are going through, but still want to uphold the establishment and vote against what actually affects us, I'm not trying to hear that shit. I need accomplices. I don't want allyship.
3: No, listen, when I say when I say that bitch is it, I don't have to go. There are certain battles I don't have to fight just because she's my friend. That's the accomplice that I need.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: He would be like, oh no, that's not, no, no, no. Put whatever you have in your hands down. Tap me in, coach. That's what it is. And I never have to think about it twice. Those are, and those are the allies. And I put that in big fucking quotation marks because this allyship shit, I feel like is so fucking toxic. I'm not even gonna lie. I really do. That allyship that I'm really looking for is really me seeing sisterhood in my person. Because she's not a white person. She's a person who happens to be white. And the reason why there's a difference is because, it's because she is just as invested in tearing down this establishment as I am
2: these same uh these same white allies be the same ones saying well i just don't think blacks should be saying nigga and i just think if you will pull your pants up then maybe we could have some more class or what about black on black y'all do kind of kill each other what about black on black but these are the main ones with blm in the fucking bio
3: bro and it's like what's worse is is that you want to have blm in your bio but you don't want to learn by uh, about uh, about crime by proximity You don't also want to realize that all of the wars that you say happen all over the world are literally literally interpersonal and that white people, Anglo-Saxons, were the only ones to go ahead and uh, just kill people and not even be at war. Do you think they were at war with Africa when they started the um, chattel slavery? Were they at war with anybody? No, no, no. They saw a profit that could be made.
2: I still have yet to hear the words white on white crime when it comes to this Ukraine situation.
3: Mm. <laughs> well that's different that's like something different <laughs> it's foreign oh my god you know it's foreign that's crazy <laughs> it's like let's be real
2: uh, but do you want to move on with these last 10 minutes or do you want to just call
3: it Oh shit. Oh my God. We only got 10. Oh my God. Yeah, girl. Okay. So yeah, we're going to have to call it. Cause I got to go to work. <laughs> I'm here thinking about what the next topic is going to be. I'm, I'm here geared up for the next thing, but we, we literally ran out of motherfucking time. Um, well, first and foremost, I just want to um, thank everybody for all of the engagement for every message that is left for every listen that we get. It is something that's going to strengthen a platform that's going to help a lot of people and give a lot of people a voice that don't.
2: Period. And I want to play thank um, for that. this guy's misses because he has been trying to catch a show. Ooh. And thank
8: you guys for bringing that up, man. Because work,
2: man, in 2020, the
8: beginning of 2020 was when I made the decision that it was the best decision of my life. People looked at me and they were like, you losing so much. And I gained everything. I quit a really good position because at the end of the day, once, once COVID showed that they may lose some money, they, they showed me that, you know, we don't matter. It mm. don't matter all those fucking years you put into your 401k. As soon as that company got a problem, your pay, your livelihood, your security is the first fucking thing at risk. And that's mm-hmm. when I created support should be fucking free, because they had me fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say Shout out to the motherfucking panel I finally made a motherfucking episode This is the Earth is Ghetto Podcast Man and I've been I hear nothing but good things about you guys I really do and I've, I've always been upset I've never able to catch you guys But you know Support should be free Good morning you guys America, miracle, miracle, miracle. What is it that you expect from us We can't catch rain We can't really form independent businesses and support is not
3: free mm-hmm.
8: support should be free
2: period period
3: thank you so much support and listen that's and i and i really think again people like you is what keeps this platform going people like Isis, serenity fledge tito uh queen china tone you are what keeps us coming back every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to make sure that we are putting out a message that is not like everybody else's. It's it's because we hear the toxicity on a regular basis. Go to work, go to school, work until you die, go to school until you die, stay in debt until you die, and I yeah. promise you that's not the way the world is supposed to work.
2: Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah that, that dumbass uh, suffering to get things, you know how I feel about that. I don't believe in that dumbass mm. shit.
3: mm and we only it comes from religion, but that's a whole nother story because we got to oh. go. We'll talk about that next episode. We definitely will. Um, but um, I'm going to go ahead and give it to um, Aaron so we can close out the show. But again, please remember that being queer is African. Please remember that we are con- going to continually be your arsenal for as long as we can, because we are going to um, continue to give you the support that you're not going to see everywhere else. And that's just the truth
2: period this is the earth is ghetto podcast a safe space for black lgbt folks and the folks who want some education as well uh me and sydney do this every monday wednesday and friday nine o'clock a.m central 10 o'clock a.m eastern um you can also listen to our podcast on spotify audible amazon music and google Podcasts as well and hopefully pretty soon apple by next week hopefully And you can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in our bios. And you can follow our Earth is Ghetto Instagram page, Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. And same for the TikTok as well. We will see you, hoes, Wednesday. Wait, what day is it? All
3: right. It's Monday. (laughs) Okay, just making sure.
2: Just making sure. Shit. We'll see you, hoes. Okay, we'll see you, hoes, Wednesday. Okay, bye, niggas and friends.
3: Bye, bitches.